Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forgive Me would not be possible without our generous parishioners. We'd like to thank Jeremy Ellett for his rather, uh, enlightening seminar he gave this past Thursday night for parishioners on flat earth theory. Uh, We got a little lost in the details once he brought up the history of the Freemasons, but are sure that everyone in attendance got a lot out of it. Plus, the pizza he brought for everyone was delicious. So I think we're good either way. We also can't praise Emily Ruth Verona enough for her recent creative writing workshop for the children of the St. Patrick's community. Some of the subject matter of the stories taught were a little more adult and, frankly, downright terrifying than we may have expected, but everyone seemed to have a good time, and at least we haven't gotten any calls from parents to complain about it yet. Yet. I I bet we're probably going to get some. Uh, Well, anyway, become a part of our community over at patreon.com slash roguedialogue. Morning, Pat. Can I get you started on the usual? That'd be great, thanks. Two creams, one sugar for Father Ben, and a decaf black for Clem. Oh, come on, Pat. What's this? Sorry, Father. Ben called ahead and put in your order. Did you want something else? Oh, mother of mercy. Don't listen to my jailer, Pat. Uh You know, this is what's allowed on the list we got from the doctor. See, Father, I'm not about to give myself the reputation as the man who killed the town's favorite priest. Uh, no slight intended to you there, Father Ben. Oh, don't worry, I get it. I only hope to someday be as dedicated a spiritual leader as my mentor here. Order up, gentlemen. Two eggs, sunny side up, rye toast and sausage for Ben, and one bran muffin for Clem. Understandable mistake there, Pat, but uh, you must have our orders mixed up. Up, 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 up. Eat your muffin. Pat baked it fresh just for you. That's right, Father. Fresh, right out of the freezer. Only the best for you. (laughs) You you sure you can't have one piece of bacon, Ben? I doubt it'll kill him. (laughs) I'm not sure anything could. I thought we were in this together, Pat. Don't let this man's helpless act fool you. Hey, Pat. You got spare paper? Sure thing, pal. It's already in your booth. A man after my own heart. Hey, Bill. It's great to see you. You too, Father. It's been a minute since we've seen you at Mass. Yeah. Uh, Go on ahead, Bill. I'll be right over. Thanks, Pat. 
Things have been hard for him since. Yeah, I figured as much. Takes a while for him to open up, but he might appreciate having somebody to talk to. His kid does her best, but she's not around here anymore, you know? You don't think that'd be too much of an imposition? Not at all. Trust me. I'll do that then. Quick! How is it looking? I've got your crispy bacon, Clem. But you know that boy isn't stupid, right? <laughs> he certainly fooled me. If he comes back and that isn't gone, I didn't give it to you. Oh, scout's honor. <clears throat> you mind if I sit down? Oh, of course. Father, please. Feel free to join me. Now, I'm not here to pry, so please stop me if I'm overstepping. Uh, but how have you been holding up? Folks down at the parish ask about you all the time. I know. You could rearrange a candle at St. Pat's and it would be gossip for the next six months. I'm hanging in there. You sure, Bill? I know we haven't seen you in a while and I just want to make sure you feel supported. Oh, well, thanks for that, but... When Sue passed, I... It just felt like I lost my arm, you know. Part of me understands that at some point I'll I'll get used to it, but right now I'm just flailing around trying to even get the most simple things accomplished without her. I totally understand. That's how it was for my mom when my dad passed. But, Bill, you know that asking for help isn't a weakness, right? There are so many people in this town who'd come by at the drop of a hat. I know that. Thought you might like to have this before it got cold, Father. Oh, gosh, of course. Thanks so much, Pat. Can I get anything else for you, Bill? Coffee and the paper are fine this morning, Pat. Just holler if anything changes. Mind if I eat? Go right ahead. It just might be nice to be back around the community, you know? We had the parish barbecue the other day, and Mrs. Plimpton kindly suggested that my burgers were like hockey pucks compared to yours. <laughs> she really doesn't hold back, does she? <laughs> no, she certainly does not. You're more than a little missed. That's the thing, Father. And I hope you'll forgive me for being so frank here. Uh, <laughs> I've got a thick skin. I can handle whatever you've got to throw at me. I'm not entirely sure that my faith is my own. You know, it so much of my life these past 30 years have been tied up in Sue's dedication to it. Sunday masses, followed by cake and coffee, teaching youth religion classes, volunteering at St. Patrick's many, many fundraising events. <laughs> it, it, it was all hers. I was happy to pitch in, you know, anything to make her happy and all, but the Lord and I have never quite seen eye to eye. Uh, I kept that to myself for my wife's sake. But now that she's gone, what's the sense in hiding it? No offense. <laughs> None taken. Shannon really is her father's daughter, isn't she? I don't follow you. She came by the day before the service with that girlfriend of hers. We had the chance to talk for a while. She told me a bit about what it was like growing up with someone as devoted as your wife. She's a good kid, that one. I could tell, even just speaking to her for a little while. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. She's so much stronger than I've been. It was honestly embarrassing having her here, comforting her father. Should be the other way around. Felt like a fool. I understand that impulse, Bill, but grief is an impossible thing. Like you mentioned, your life was so built around Sue. I know this was a difficult time for both of you. Shannon told me a lot about her experience, but understand it's a testament to you as a father that, despite it all, Shannon was able to be strong for you in that moment. That's a beautiful thing. I know, I, I know, I know that's true. I'm beyond proud of my kid. She's the best. Hell, I wish I had her conviction. Took real guts walking away from the church while her mom was still here. Thought about doing the same after talking to her about her reasons. Just couldn't do that to Sue. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I realized at the time that if I spoke my mind and left too, it had been the last straw for Sue and she'd stop going. She got so much strength and, and purpose from the community and I, I, I didn't want to be the reason she lost that. You know, Sue would never say it, but we both knew Shannon was gay a long time before she ever told us. And to keep going to this, this ancient, stubborn, bigoted place every week, it just, it just lost the point of it after she was gone. If it's any consolation, not all of us agree with that doctrine. Some of us even pray that someday, hopefully sooner rather than later, it could change. That's very kind of you to say, Father. But at the time, I think it was just an excuse. The real reason I wanted to get away was because without Sue and the church, I had no idea who I was. I'm sure I was a father and a husband. And I'd held down the same job for many years, but where was my passion? What mark was I leaving on the world? That could be a difficult question for all of us to answer, Bill. Not for my wife, it wasn't. And do you know how that feels? To measure yourself up against someone who is absolutely sure of the reason they were put on this earth. Someone who not only talks a big game, but brings home the receipts. I look around our house, especially now that she's gone, and I see her mark everywhere, everywhere I look. Newspaper clippings of successful fundraisers past and religious tchotchkes galore. She was an incredible woman. She absolutely was. Don't get me wrong. Father, I'm not saying this out of some misplaced jealousy or anything so petty as that. I'm proud of my wife for living the exact life she was put on this earth to live. I just wish some of that certainty had rubbed off on me is all. And there's nothing wrong with that, Bill. There's no correct way to mourn or move forward from grief. I didn't sit down here to tell you how you should feel or process Sue's passing. I just wanted to let you know that St. Pat's is here for you if you need us. And I 
truly appreciate that, Father. I do. But right now, I think I need anything but St. Pat's, if that makes sense. It does. I just want to find the things that bring me joy. Now that Sue isn't here to share them with me, right now that means coming down here to Pat's on Saturdays for a coffee in the morning paper. It means waking up at the crack of dawn on Sundays. And instead of putting on my church suit, making a bologna sandwich and picking up a case of bush so I can go fishing with my brother. Bill, that sounds wonderful. You mean it? Absolutely I do. We're only given this one life. And for as long as you were with Sue, she was your purpose. She was why you woke up in the morning and why you dedicated yourself to a community that wouldn't have been a part of your life if she wasn't. And now that she's gone, it's okay for you to separate yourself from that. To find joy and purpose wherever you can find it. I appreciate you saying that. Well, it's kind of hard not to feel like I'm disappointing her up in heaven by staying away. I I was worried you might feel that way too. Not even a little bit, Bill. Believe me, I know that Catholic guilt is very real. But I'm not one to dole it out to folks who are just doing their best to get by. You're a good one. You know that? (laughs) That's very kind of you to say. I mean it, Father. I... I know people in this town gave you a hard time when you took over for him. But I could tell from the the very beginning that your heart was in the right place. It's good for these folks to hear a new perspective for once. Speaking of Clem, I should make sure he's not getting himself into trouble. We wouldn't want another donut festival incident now, would we? (laughs) We certainly wouldn't. Uh, But if I could say one last thing? Shoot, Father. Just because you might not want to wake up for Mass doesn't mean you're not welcome at any of St. Patrick's community events. It's good to be around people who know and care for you, even when you'd rather be alone. Maybe even especially then. I just might take you up on that. I hope you do. (sighs) Alright, I'll get out of your hair now, Bill. But don't forget what I said. I certainly won't. Oh, and Father. Yeah? Would you maybe like to go fishing sometime? I'd like that, Bill. I'd like that very much. Uh, Just so long as it isn't on a Sunday. I think I can make that work. All right. Ready to go, Clem? Have enough time to scarf down your secret bacon? Bacon? No. How on earth could he have gotten bacon when all I brought him was a bran muffin? Oh, oh, call the Vatican. It's a miracle. All right, Your Holiness. Get down off the cross. You two have a good day now, fathers. Same to you, Pat. And thanks for talking to him. It means a lot more than he'd ever let on. It was my pleasure, truly. Come on, Clem. If we hurry, we might be able to make it over to the home in time for social hour. Uh, You really suck, kid. You know that? is a Rogue Dialogue production. This episode was written and directed by Bob Ramunda and Jack Marone. Here's our cast in order of appearance. Graham Rowett, Pat. Casey Callahan, Father Ben. Josh Urbino, Father Clem. David S. Deer, Bill. 
Script editing by Jordan Stillman. Dialogue editing by Bob Ramunda. Sound design, score, and mixing by me, Adam Ramunda. All of the graphic design comes from Sam Twardy. Find out about what we're up to by following at Forgive Me Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Did you like the show? If you did, go follow it on your favorite podcast player. If you really enjoyed it, read it and review it on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. If you haven't noticed already, we now have ads. That's because we've partnered with the incredible team over at the Feeble and Folly Network in order to help pay our team for their time making the show. Right now, we are asking listeners to take a short survey, which will help us learn more about what you like about our work and what kind of advertisers you'd like us to partner with. Participants will receive a grab bag of bonus content from various shows across the network. If you have a few minutes to spare to help us out, head on over to fableandfolly.com slash survey. That's it for this episode. We will see you in a couple of weeks with episode four of Forgive Me Season 2. Bye. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Edgar said to the interviewer, he was convinced that the thing out there wasn't a vault. Yeah, I know what he thought. Dr. Edgar's didn't think it was designed to keep things out. I know what he he thought. thought it was designed to keep something in. Do you even understand the difficulty trying to keep a base like Fathom at the bottom of the ocean from killing everyone in it on a daily basis? Oh my god. Everyone hold on to something. I think whatever is on the other side of that door out there, it's not friendly. I think it's trying to get out. That, my friend, is a dire combination. That's a bad sign. Get out of the door! It's spreading like some kind of technological contagion. We can either stop it here or watch the world burn. Fathom, the first season of Derelict. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or learn more at derelictpodcast.com.